Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from, let's see, oh, it's another letter from Tong the Fixer, who writes to us all the way from the Obsidian Bulwark in the Waking Shores. And he writes, Dear Tosh, I am writing to extend my personal invitation to you to come visit me and enjoy the hospitality of my little inn here in the Dragon Isles. Oh, that's nice. Thank you, Tong. I offer fine accommodations and an excellent menu, which includes artisanal berry juice, a lovely non-alcoholic beverage that I think you would appreciate. Ah, thank you. Thank you for remembering that, Tong. And, of course, this would all be completely... Wow, completely complimentary. Very nice. It would be worth it to see a familiar face from the valley. Ah, that's nice. Please let me know when you plan on coming so that I can reserve your place... Looking forward to seeing you, Tong. Well, Tong, what a very nice invitation. You know, I think it would be great to get out there and see your new in. Hang on, there's a, there's a P.S. What is this? P.S. Please let Velmic, please let Velmic know that the invitation extend to him as well. And if he just so happens to do an in review while he's here, I sure would appreciate the advertising. Ah, nice. Thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. In local news, the Valley of the Four Winds is preparing for the Pandaren Chili Cook-Off, scheduled to start in just over one week. Hosted by Pandaria's most celebrated, (laughs) if not most skilled, Chef Nami, this event is a real crowd-pleaser and is sure to draw participants from all over Azeroth. And it's a real boon to local merchants and service providers. And, (laughs) given that this is a chili cook-off, I'm guessing that the Lazy Turnip is going to sell quite a bit of Storm Stout brew. In a related story, local officials are meeting to discuss added security measures around the cook-off. This event does have a tendency to descend into brawling, which has been known to spill out into the local area and spark tensions between visitors and residents. While the Shadow Pan have traditionally provided security, they have notified the Half-Hill Chamber of Commerce, the Tillers, and other local organizations that they are declining this year due to the adverse effect on unit readiness resulting from the high injury rate. (sighs) The news is brought to you in part by the Red Crane Society, who remind us that we're all in this together. Hey folks, you'll never have to fight for high quality and great prices when you shop with the fine vendors of Half Hill Market. Summertime is right around the corner, so it's not too soon to start brushing up on those family and friends pleasing Pandaren recipes offered by the Iron Paw Culinary Institute. You're sure to find one that will be a hit at your summertime gatherings. Half Hill Market, open every day all year round, a world of shopping 
right here in our own backyard. We're introducing a new middle feature this week, A View from the Top, with our Blood Elf correspondent, Eliandor. Now, I don't know quite what to expect here. Eliandor wrote to me and said that the Halfville Report needed a culture and lifestyle segment and sent in this report. So, let's give it a listen. Greetings to all you fabulous listeners. Eliandor here with what is sure to become the number one culture and lifestyle report in all of Azeroth. A view from the top. And for this first report, I'm starting literally right at the top. The seat of the aspects in Valdraken. Valdraken, of course, is the seat of culture here in the Dragon Isles. And absolutely anyone who is anyone gets an audience with the aspects themselves. The seat itself is a lovely location with beautiful architecture. <laughs> the stained glass in the main hall alone is worth the trip here. And it offers a commanding view of Thaldrassus. Just between us, dearies, it pales in comparison to anything in Silvermoon, but very nice nonetheless. But what I really want to talk about is the impeccable fashion sense of those glitterati of the dragon world, the aspects themselves. For dragons the size of the aspects, there isn't much to say about fabrics or draping. They're far too large for that, but their accessories are to die for. Nosdormu has gone with elegant simplicity, with lovely gold cuffs and hornbands, accented with bright blue gemstones that truly complement his gorgeous eyes. Caligos, that devastatingly handsome one-time cuddle bunny for Jaina Proudmoore, has also gone minimalist with an extremely masculine set of blue cuffs and no horn adornments. And finally, the queen herself, Alex Straza. It should come as no surprise that her adornments are simultaneously elegant, feminine, and regal. The standout feature is her magnificent horn adornments, golden and accented with spectacular purple stones. Of course, it goes without saying that each of the aspects is just as beautiful in their mortal forms, but pulling off fashion like this when you are a towering dragon is no mean feat. Suffice it to say that their fashions are almost worthy of anything you'd see in Silvermoon. Shirelle Aran and Silvermoon Dreams to you all. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, thanks, Eliandor. Well, listeners, what do you think of the new middle feature? Drop us a line and let us know. Checking the Azeroth calendar, Azeroth's sweetest holiday, Noble Garden, has a couple of days left, so you still have time to get out there and find some brightly colored eggs and earn valuable currency to spend at Tawny and Wilder and Zenshiri trading posts. And in just a few weeks, both Volunteer Guard Day and Children's Week will be here. It's time once again for our weekly feature, The Inside Story, with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. Velmic? 
Great to have you back to continue the story of your adventure with Alice in the Onaran Plains. Hey there, Tush. Yes, yes, I am looking forward to sharing story, and I have surprise for you at end. Now, eh, uh, where did I leave off? Um, <laughs> interestingly enough, Alice belching fire. Oh, <laughs> yes, as we were leaving Greenscale Inn to go find the Bakar for Alice to pet. So, was it just one Bakar, or, or what? Oh, no, Alice had whole list. Uh, let's see, I bring list with me to make sure I remember where I put it. Where, ah, ah, here it is. So, there was Ali, Baga, Elachai, Foggy, Hugo, Layla, Pesca, Soyu, Tseg. <laughs> wow, that's, that's quite a few. Wait, wait, I'm not done. Wish, Baba, Beryl, Gentara, Kate, Nama, Roti, Taiwan, Vinyu, and Zephyr. Is, is, is that it? I think so. Oh, wait, and Elam. I can't forget about Elam. Um, <laughs> okay, I, I wasn't keeping count. Exactly how many was that? And uh, let's see. Elam. Twenty. Twenty. Velmek. I don't think we're going to have time Tush, to... Tush, relax. I'm not going to tell you about all of them. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was worried there. So I guess there were some special ones? Oh, sure. I guess I will start with first one we find. Ali, who was at small camp just outside Tirakai. And I am thinking she was there for food instead of being with Hunter because she seemed very interested in pot of soup being tended by a Tirai chef. Place was alongside beautiful lake that was teeming with otuk that Alice found delightful. Um, otuk? Uh, yes, uh, otuk are kind of like otters here in Pandaria, but much bigger with spiny backs and horns on head. Interesting. So, which one do you want to tell us about next? Oh, not just one. Four in one place, all at Timber Step Outpost. First, there were Zephyr and Foggy. These two were very energetic and playful, running circles around main fire circle in camp. Alice had so much fun chasing them down. Not at all like Baba, who seemed very content to sleep, curled up on drug, beside her hunter Kassar in their warm tent, glowing with torchlight. Felmek, that was a beautiful picture you painted there. Thank you, Tosh. You, you know I've been doing this for quite a while now. Okay. You talked about three. You, you said that there were four there. Yes. Fourth there was Ilachai, who was patrolling camp with his companion, Abach, who seemed to be very happy to have her back speaking praises to Onara for her safe return after being kidnapped by the Mudfin tribe of Murlocs nearby. <sighs> the Murlocs are there too, huh? Oh yes, and just as annoying. But on to next Bakar. Of course we could not be there without visiting our friend Taiwan in Marukai. 
Taiwan was still there with Chime, and they both seemed very happy. Oh, that's so nice. You know, I loved hearing Taiwan's story when you shared it with us. It was a nice story, wasn't it? Anyway, Alice had nice visit with Taiwan and Chime before we went on to find Beryl, who was just short distance away, standing guard and watching over camp, and I think a plate of roasted ribs nearby. Alice tell me she thought Beryl was older than some of other Bakar. Really? Huh. You know, I wonder how you tell how old a Bakar is. Cut them in half and count their rings? Oh, Velmek, no. Oh, relax, it was joke. Hey, how am I supposed to know how you tell how old a Bakar is? Tosh, why do you ask me questions like this? Can I go on with story, please? Okay, okay, go ahead. Next two I am going to tell you about were very interesting. Hugo and Elon. And let me tell you, these two weren't easy to find because they both travel with nomadic Alag clan that are always moving around. We got some information on where to find them before we leave Marukai and we went to both River Camp and Eagle Watch Outpost, but they weren't there. We finally catch up with them at Alag Outpost and find Hugo with Huntmaster Malkik. Alice thought Hugo was very pretty with his white fur, and she say he looked a little like Professor Talib's pet Bakar, Huckleberry. Wait, what? Professor Talib has a pet Bakar? Named Huckleberry? Oh, sure. Anyone who is a skilled hunter can claim a Bakar as pet. Oh, skilled hunter. Well, then at least Alice wasn't tempted to bring one home, huh? Don't get ahead of me. I still have to tell you about Elam. Um, okay. So, Elam was hardest of all Bakar to find because apparently he is quite shy of people and isn't always around. But Huntmaster Malkik directs us to rock formation outside camp and tell us if we wait and are very patient, we might get to pet Elam. And, Dush, let me tell you, we sat there and waited longest time, and sun began to go down. It had been a very long day, and Alice was getting sleepy, leaning against my shoulder and was starting to doze off. I tell her, Alice, don't you think we should go? We can always come back another time. But she yawned and asked me to wait just a little bit longer. So we sat there and talked about small things from home, and what do you think happened? She fell asleep? No, no, that wouldn't make for interesting story. Just as light was almost gone, out of darkness, Elam jumps up onto rocks right next to us and sits down, tail wagging and looking off towards Aleg Camp. Alice, uh, Alice was so excited. She jumped up and hugged Elam and petted him. Aww. Well, you know, Velmik, that's wonderful. You know, Alice set out to achieve something, and she did it, and petted every Bakar on her list. Yes, yes, she was very proud of herself, and I was proud of her too. But that is not best part of story. Oh, yeah? You remember that I tell you that skilled hunters can claim a Bakar as a pet. Yes? 
And who do we know that is skilled hunter? Um, Professor Talib? Well, yes, her too. But I am talking about my cousin Demesis, who was at Wingrest Embassy with her wife Tilly to see us off home the next day. And what do you think she had for Alice? No, Valmek! Yes, a bakar for Alice. And I bring her here today to meet you. She is downstairs. Let me call her. Trill! Trill! Come here, girl! Ah, <laughs> oh, that's good girl. Tush, meet Trillium. Trill for short. Oh, my celestials, she is adorable! Come here, you. Come here, you. Who's a big uh, sweetie? Tush. Yes, you are. Yes, you are a big sweetie. Look Tush. at that face. Such a big sweetie. You know you're a big sweetie. Yes, you do. Tush. What? Don't. Don't do that. What? Don't. Don't do what? Whatever that was. Big sweetie. It's, it's weird. Don't do it. <sighs> Fine. But, you know, she is very cute. Yes, she is. And Alice loves her so much. Well, Velma, I can't think of a better ending to this really great adventure. But you know what? We never got to hear the story about how your hands got all scratched up and, and your robe shredded. Oh, <laughs> right, that. So, Alice wanted to pet cats while we were there too. And there was one cat, Little Stinker, at Fork River Crossing. Let's just say wasn't too happy when I lift him down off his perch on some baskets so that Alice could pet him. Ouch. I know, right? Well, despite that, it sounds like you had a wonderful time. And I know we'll all look forward to hearing about your next adventure. Until then, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Aka, Tush. See you next week. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Next time your travels take you through Pandaria, drop by and see us, won't you? And when you do, remember to ask Den Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, folks. And be sure to tune in later this week for what may be the beginning of the last season of one of Azeroth's biggest hits, Ned Lariat. Listen into this comedic and heartwarming fish-out-of-water story of a teacher from Stormwind who travels all the way to Kalteras to lead a ragtag team of young athletes. See you next week, and remember, make your own turnip. The Half Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. 
World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half-Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half-Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com.